Elliot. Baby, one more time. Wait, look at this cat. Oh, I'm, I'm invading ready. the beginning of this I'm ready, podcast I'm ready, I'm ready. to show, show my me wife a, cat. a picture of this cat fuck? who is just to see the cat? laying <gasps> in the middle of the bed. He is a crescent just, roll, everyone. He didn't even look up when I came in. He was just like, oh, papa. He is at hi. peace. Oh, what a good boy. That's a I great way him. to kick off this podcast. That is not a cursed image. Uh, but we, I know. I know. I look said the you. thing. I said it. I also just I knocked it. into my mic. I don't. I don't know. This is a real professional thing happening right we now. We have we have cats. It's very professional. I don't I know. It. I don't know. I feel like you're being sarcastic. We're very professional here. We do our research. We do our shit. We do. Sometimes we do that at the same time. Are you doing Ooh. research right now? I am not doing research right now. I meant. Okay, more, cool. Right, never mind. I meant research from the toilet, but you know, bathroom humor, very ladylike. Oh, but, okay. <laughs> um, yes, so this is Crime Culture. This is our ah. first second episode of Spooktober. It is the first second episode. Very nice, good. Nice and confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are going to talk about curses, or as you and I have been saying it for the past, what, 15 minutes? Coises! Coises. Coises. It was on the, uh, the outline as curses! Exclamation point. Yes. <laughs> Um, which and is, I, I was like, it's, all it's right, I didn't yeah, even change curses. it. Well, I mean, and I meant it like that, like, oh, curses, foiled again. But then we went full, like, 1920s Chicago gangster with it, with coices. Coices. I don't think that's even it, but that's fine. Um, I'll just get into it before I get dinged for more inaccuracies. Um, so, curses. They're curses. a thing. Like, if you've found yourself having a string of bad luck... Maybe you're just unlucky, or could you be cursed? Mm. Um, even if you don't think you've done something wrong, someone else very well could have wronged you, and so that is why we are here today. And this definitely was not triggered by my own why is Caitlin so unlucky question, internal questioning. That's yeah. not what this is. No, never. Um, but we're going to hop in first with ways you can become cursed. Ooh, okay. Because some of them you're probably more familiar with than others. Like, for example, you break a mirror. That's seven years of bad luck. Black cat yep. crosses your path. Death and misfortune coming your way. Pronto. Walk under a ladder. Nothing but bad news bears. Because that, I didn't know why. It forms a triangle, which is a sacred symbol for a variety of beliefs, including the Holy Trinity for Christianity. Uh, mm. Father, son, holy toast. So you break up that sacred triangle and your shit's getting rocked. All right. Well. Yeah. Open up an umbrella indoors. Bad yep. luck's raining upon your ass because as the Egyptians believed, it offends Ra, the Egyptian god of the sun, who is like head honcho. Oh, and okay. So basically, many curses can also be enacted through witchcraft which i personally do not fuck with uh hashtag green witchcraft only for me please and so i'm not even going to touch on cursed spells and potions and like any of that shit because i don't want anybody else getting any ideas uh crystals and even like just thinking about it really hard which makes sense or at least it does to me given that the area i'm in is probably the manifestation capital of this country yeah i was gonna say manifesting things yes like i'm manifesting good weather for my wedding oh baby we are all let us all take a moment let us have a moment of silence in which we manifest good weather for haley's wedding on october 16th october 16th october 16th all right ready Ready? and um, (gasps) 
I'm out of breath, so I think I think we got it. That might be cut out by the noise gate, but we were humming there. We no, I mean it showed up for me. I've got a little penis squiggle, which okay, usually perfect. shows. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the technical term for it yes but we'll get to manifestation in a sec first of all we're gonna hit crystals first um and so love me a good crystal uh, yeah they're super pretty they're super cute to look at but also this is something i didn't really know they can bring you all kinds of bad luck just as much as they can bring you good luck for those who subscribe to that um Mm. for example if you're not somebody with an opal for a birthstone you should not be wearing or buying yourself any opals for any reason um even though this stone is frequently considered to be a good luck stone as it was by ancient romans that ideology changed in the 19th century first with the publication of sir walter scott's 1829 novel anne of geierstein in which the character lady hermione wears an opal in her hair which tldr goes full ashes to ashes dust to dust on her ass literally after it gets sprinkled with some holy water uh r.i.p lady hermione and then decades later king alfonso the 12th who was the king of spain he actually blamed opals for the tragic deaths of his wife grandmother sister and sister-in-law who all died in quick succession after he got an opal ring as a gift and I thought you were allowed to wear it or have it if it was given to you. I don't fucking know, man. I didn't get that far. All I know is that he was like, yo, this ring, man. Because uh, I have I have opal jewelry, but it was given to me. It wasn't purchased by me. So, I mean, I do know also that I one, one thing that I read was like, if it's like bookended by diamonds, the diamonds basically like. Trap. It, uh, not, not trap, but, you know, like neutralize. Okay. Um, like they neutralize any negative energies because opals were largely seen like if you've seen them there's some magical looking shit they're very sparkly they don't look like anything bad can come from you they're colorful they're cute they're yeah we stay on yeah but according to alfonso the 12th it's it, it was not a good time for him and he actually was just like he it, there, it was rumored that it also caused his untimely death at the age of 28 Whoa. As well, yes. Um, though this was said to actually have been brought about by a a case of dysentery, which probably wasn't helped by the fact that he and it's presumed the rest of his family, his wife, his sister, his sister-in-law, his grandmother, and all of them were, um, they like, he had tuberculosis and they believed that he, all, that therefore if he had it, they also had it and that's what they died of. But he said, no, like they were fine. And then I got this opal ring and then they all just kind of fucking dropped. Hmm. So, I mean, they probably, they could have all gotten it from each other or, but he's insistent. He was insistent that that was not the case. Um, then again, he was also kind of just like tuberculosis. What's that? So, but, um, but yeah, so what I've gathered though, is basically it really, it depends on what beliefs you subscribe yourself to in terms of opals, as in like, you shouldn't buy one for yourself ever but some people say okay but if it's given as a gift like for example as an engagement ring that's okay but then others are like no by no means like avoid 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 bad things can happen Mm -hmm. others like i said like if they're bookended by diamonds then it's okay and i mean and really it's funny because there's also this fact that the late 19th and early 20th century diamond traders perpetuated rumors that opals were bad luck so that they could sell more diamonds in lieu of the very popular at the time opals mm. which worked i would say pretty well um, I, and i would say uh 
Lots of opals are prettier than a lot of diamonds. I would, I mean, diamonds are not as valuable. I feel like we've talked about this. Diamonds are not as valuable as people claim they are. The reason diamonds are so expensive is because of the demand being high, not because they are valuable. It, yeah. They're they're like a, a, a white sapphire, which looks very similar to a diamond, is higher in value actually than a diamond. It's more precious, but yeah. everybody wants fucking diamonds because of a great ad campaign umpteen years ago. And now everybody, all we want are diamonds. Well, not all we want are diamonds, but all people want are diamonds. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there's others. For example, Haley, you're not allowed to wear pearls when you get married because though they say it signifies wisdom and purity and loyalty and all that good shit, the superstition is that if you wear pearls on your wedding day, they will bring tears to you and your marriage. Oh, no. We cannot have that. No tears. Um, but anyway, uh, furthermore, no black diamonds either. Okay. Um, Italians actually believed they would bring good luck to your marriage, but ancient Indians thought black diamonds, which they felt, re- which they believed resembled the eyes of spiders and snakes and other rather unsavory and possibly deadly creatures, to be harbingers of misfortune and even death, which mm. would fall upon you after just touching one of them. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's a generalization of crystals. Um, but I will I- say I have a, a crystal connection. Oh. An upcoming crystal connection. Oh. So I had my uh, wedding band made to mm-hmm. like fit with my engagement ring. And there's like little like, I don't think they're actual diamonds. They might be um, like moissanite or whatever that. Like, okay, moissanite. Off, yeah, yeah. Or, that or what's the other brand, one? Whatever it is. I don't know. But there's there's a bunch of those stones around like one edge and, the, and it, it's in like a like kind of like a V shape because that's how it fits with my engagement yeah. ring. And the top stone I requested is a moonstone. Oh, cute. And the moonstone has like, it's got a lot of like feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I looked it up, it says that it is gifted on the 13th year of marriage. And while this isn't our 13th year of marriage, it's our 13th anniversary. Yeah, that counts. I'd say that counts. Everything that I started like looking up about moonstone, it just like, I had more and more connections to it. So I was like, this is what I want. And it's it's that. so subtle. It like with the other stones next to it, it's so subtle that you can't really tell it's a moonstone unless you get like really close to it, which I like. Which I will be. Yeah. I will be getting very close. So I look forward to seeing it. It's just um, fun to look up crystals and stuff. It is. It's fun to like, like you don't it. necessarily have to subscribe to it, but it's also fun. Like there's if it makes you feel better, it's not hurting anybody. Yeah, if it makes you feel better, then it's working. Yeah, I've got fucking fool's gold on my desk because I'm like, yo, I need a job. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this can't hurt me. It, it, like, there we go. Um, but yeah, so like I said, manifestation can also be used in both ways. Um, we're more familiar with the whole like, okay, like I think really hard about this and I manifest this and it happens and it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also have people who are rooting so hard against you that bad things can happen to you. And while that might seem silly to some people, it can you can also do this to yourself. Uh, you could do this by being around these types of people that are like little negative Nellies. Um, toxic energy. Toxic energy is real, man. Um, if your self-esteem is so affected by the terrible, hateful things that these people want for you and say about you and to you, you can start to believe it for yourself and maybe even convince yourself of it. Yeah. Or, or you can be so afraid that something bad will happen to you that the law of attraction automatically makes it come around because all you've been doing is talking about it and obsessing over it. Yeah. Like, as my Irish Catholic grandmother calls them, these are self-fulfilling prophecies. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, and there's like a lot of words for them. There's manifestation, there's self-fulfilling prophecies. Um, there's, there's other ones. I, even though I said there's a lot of names and I only named two, just take, take my word <laughs> on for the it. spot on the spot. Um, but yeah, so if you're sitting there and thinking to yourself, good things never happen to me, then yeah, good things are not going to happen to you. If, if you keep telling yourself, I'll never get out of this dead end job or others get you down and convince you, oh, you'll never achieve your dream of being, I don't know, a world renowned unicyclist. And yeah, if you I mean, let that's what we're all in, hoping for. I'm, I mean, that's my dream. Um, yeah. And, but like, if you let them in and take what they have to say with sincerity, it probably will not happen for you because just like miracles can be called whatever you want, at the end of the day, they can still be miracles. And you can call this a curse. You can call it a self-fulfilling prophecy. You can call uh-huh. it a manifestation. You can call it other words that I, I'm sure are out there. I'm telling you. Um, but the bottom line is, if you've already convinced yourself of something, all of your thoughts and words and actions will be as if those things are true. And that goes for positive and negative manifestations and curses. Yep. So, for example, if you see that it's raining outside, you know it's raining, you're going to bring an umbrella because it's raining. Like, mm-hmm. that's not to say that if you decide it's not going to be raining and you don't bring an umbrella or a raincoat or any kind of protection against the elements, I mean, like, that's on you, boo. I, you can't control the weather and neither can I. But... Yeah. If somebody has convinced you that you need an umbrella because it rains, then you will always use that umbrella. You will take steps to replace the umbrella. You will never leave home without the umbrella if it so much as looks like it's going to rain. Mm -hmm. And psychologically, that's what these kind of manifestation curses, which obviously I don't think is the official term, but whatever. That's... That's what they do. If you've been convinced that you won't get out of that dead end job, then you're not going to take any steps to get out of it because you've already been convinced. So why would you try? Like, you're not going to take classes in your field. You're not going to volunteer to gain more experience or go online and try to find a better job. So some of these curses, yeah, they can be brought upon you, but also many of them you can bring upon yourself. Yep. And that's kind of the whole manifestation thing. And again, please don't go looking into the witchcraft ones because that's some dangerous fucking shit. And if I so much as see, because I looked into it and I made the executive decision not to bring in that, that sort of shit in here. If I see any of those little talismans on my fucking property, I'm coming for all your asses. Mm. Okay. All right. So that being said, I find one of those little thingies on my property. Sure. Fine. Whatever. How do you know you've been cursed? Hmm. Haley asks herself this and she has an answer approximately every Saturday for about an hour to an hour and a half that she knows she's cursed. Um, Is that it's doing the podcast? Yes, (laughs) it's dealing with me. Um, But there's all kinds of signs that you can be cursed. Um, Like like I mentioned before, you can have an extended streak of bad luck where like not one or two things go wrong, but like an entire series of things. So like you lose your job and then you get a flat tire and then you find out that despite the fact that you no longer have health insurance because you lost your job, you have multiple cavities and you need a root canal and then like your cat dies or no, your dog dies because I have cats and I'm not wishing that on anybody. Um, I don't have dogs and I'm not wishing it on dogs, but like I, that that was too close to home. Um, Yeah. But regardless. So usually if you're cursed, your money is the first thing to go. It doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to go bankrupt, but money is always the easiest thing to increase and decrease, like the quickest thing to to decrease. So like, for example, you go to the dentist and you find out that 
you no longer have insurance, but you need x-rays because you're three years overdue. And so you owe 400 something dollars to the dentist. And then they're like, oh, but also you need to get a second procedure done and you need it done ASAP. You've got to do it tomorrow. So you're going to owe another $200. I am not okay. Um, And that's the story of how I racked up a 600 something dollar bill at the dentist this week. Um, But electrical problems also- Everybody brush your teeth. No, but it's not my fucking fault. No, I don't. I brush my teeth. All right. All right. Okay. (laughs) Remember, I know how to cast curses. I researched this shit. All right. Tread lightly. Um, You want that good weather on your wedding day? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Everyone's everyone's already done it. (laughs) Everyone's already manifested it. Yes. It's already in the bag. Um, The good vibes. They're they're just coming forth. Um, But yeah. So next up would be electrical problems. Um, That would be like your phone battery dies really fast or light bulbs are exploding or flickering or going out faster than they should be. Uh, Your car, like you've got like the the key fob or you maybe have the touch to enter. That's not working. And it's like shorting out. Your appliances are suddenly breaking and so on and so forth. So that can be an indicator that like the energy around you is so dark and sinister that it can be manifesting itself in other like it can be affecting other things that take energy, such as electric stuff. Yeah. Um, very, very, what's the word that I'm looking for? Very intellectual explanation yes. right there. Um, yes. Another stereotypical sign that the energy around you has become or is becoming dark and violent is breaking glass. Um, examples include randomly finding broken glass on your doorstep or in your front yard. Uh, your drinking glasses or maybe like eyewear or windows are shattering or breaking. And it's not like, again, all with all of these, it's not like it's just one event that happens and it's like, oh, no, you're cursed. It's it's like it's persistent. It's frequent. Mm-hmm. It's it's to the point where you're noticing, wow, this is happening a lot. Yeah. Um, another one is if your personal items are randomly going missing. I mean, you could just be fucking terrible at keeping track of your shit. Or it could be because it's the easiest way for somebody to curse or hex you. Because if they have a piece of your personal property, like your underwear, a a hairbrush, jewelry, keys, uh, anything that might have your DNA, that's like a direct line to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Another one is like, I I know this one very well, (laughs) perpetual failure in any particular of life. Um, And that could be like, like I said, money is the first thing to go. It could be that your money keeps getting depleted or you're unlucky in love or your health is constantly taking a hit. Like, it's just something where, again, it's just like again and again and again and again. And it's it's there's no real reason for it. So, for example, if you're if your health is taking a hit because you live an unhealthy lifestyle or because like you have these pre-existing conditions, then yeah, that's not necessarily that you're cursed, but it could be like, oh, you get food poisoning or you get the flu and then you break your arm and then you get into a car accident and you like hurt your, your ribs. And like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's, it's, uh, it's, there's there, it's, it's harder to find an underlying cause. And, and we'll get into physical manifestations of being cursed in a second. Um, but a few more or one more I should say is like strange objects that you find on your property. Like I said, if I find any of this shit on my property, I know it's any of you. Um, <laughs> but so objects, symbols, even that somebody have has drawn or written on a piece of paper and just left on your property. Um, either way, if they don't belong to you and they seem like they could be evil magic, you can just do some online research to help you determine this. But it could be a sign that somebody is trying to curse you. Maybe you mm. have a wackadoo neighbor 
I would know I've had my fair share. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's entirely possible that they could be just like, you know what? None of the shit that I'm doing is working where I'm filming them as they're taking out their garbage and they're not reacting. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to write something cursy, some cursy symbol on a piece of paper and crumple it up and throw it in their bushes. And boom. I'm a curse him. All right. I'm a push him. Um, but there's also physical issues, like I said before. So this could be like issues with your sexual health, whether it's like a shitty libido or infertility. Uh, like libido especially can can indicate that a witch has cursed your sexual organs for either like fidelity to keep like you for themselves mm-hmm. or to deprive you of a growing family. So like a generational curse. A great example of this is practical magic, like a generational curse. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily like you fuck somebody and they die, but it's like the intention behind that, like you're making love to somebody, you love them enough and then they die. And that was yeah. a generational curse for those women. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, you, it, it may simply be a pro- byproduct of a generational curse for you. Like maybe somebody cursed somebody way back when the fucking Stanley yell gnats from holes bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe Grant, maybe that's why you always carry Madame Zeroni up the fucking mountain. Anyway, only um, if only, only if only the woodpecker cries. But yeah, um, another one is inexplicable depression. If you're feeling like something keeps weighing you down and you're typically a happy person or you're you're not necessarily a happy person, but you're never like this unhappy. Yeah. And you've gone through the right medical and psychological channels first, checked your blood work levels, all that shit. And you still have no real reason as to why you're feeling this way. It could be an indication of like present toxic energy or like an entity has attached itself to you and is feeding Mm. off your positive energy and depleting you of it. Yeah. Um, and, and another one is sleep paralysis. That's very similar. Like, or just that feeling of weight on your chest when you're sleeping and it's not Felix wanting to be fed. So he's sucking out your soul. No, this is, it may indicate that there's a malevolent spirit with you. Um, but regardless, like go to the doctor first, make sure there's nothing wrong. And then if there's nothing wrong, like go from there again, it's not like every single thing is like, oh, you're cursed. Yeah. But it's just like yeah. how wonderful like if you've done everything if you've exhausted all other possibilities yeah. of what it could be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's just like if you if a wonderful beautiful thing happens to you and there's no explanation for it, it's a miracle. We're so quick to believe in miracles. Curses can be very much the same thing. It's just the opposite. Yeah. Um, but similarly, constant nightmares about the same general subjects could be indicative of a curse coming or beginning to take place in your life. Um, because while we're asleep, that's when our guard is down and we're most vulnerable. And therefore, a curse has a great chance of like seeping into our consciousness and like sinking its little cursy talons up in there and being mm. like, ah. So another one is um, strange animal appearances, disappearances and illnesses. Uh, This could be because someone is sending an animal familiar to spy on you. Um, They're using animals to bring bad energy directly to you. Or what was that movie where like all the dead crows were in that person's yard? I don't remember. There's several probably. Um, But like those types of scenes in horror movies, it's indicative of like, okay, like there's something bad going around here that's not just affecting you. It's affecting like we always say that like animals can sense it first, like animals can sense the earthquake first and shit like that. So it's it's no different. Like, I mean, I've I've said yeah. before. Like, just the other day, Felix, we were talking to Felix, and he looked at Michael, and then slowly moved his head to look <laughs> over his shoulder, and very much like, 
next to and beyond his shoulder so like not yeah. even like face level it, looking anymore into and I'm just a like, different like time and space yep and i'm just like all right we are gonna need to do something about that um but another one is bad weather over your house or that's like worse by your house than the rest of your area um like that can be indicative of a curse uh okay. feelings of being watched is a sign of a curse like it's like somebody is spying on you they could be sending spirits or like i said they're like familiar they're animals watching you and if you get this feeling that you're being watched even if you're home alone it could very well mean that you're cursed mm-hmm. so how do you find out that you've been cursed all right you suspect you've got maybe like you've got like a fuck ton of shit going on and Again, there's no logical explanation for it. How do you how do you know? Okay. There, there's a few ways. Uh, one way that I've found fascinating though is performing oomancy or oomancy. Um, I've heard I heard both, but okay. it's basically doing an egg cleanse. Have you ever heard of this? <laughs> yes. No. Yes. It sounds like uh, and the start of an MLM. Oh my god! You know, it actually <laughs> does. It actually does. Um, it's, it's like you're gonna really want to buy this product to do your egg cleanse with because you're <laughs> you've been cursed, bitch. <laughs> that's what that's what our next that's what our merch is gonna be. We're gonna start an MLM egg where they're cleanse. just like, and you too can be cured of your curse <laughs> for just three easy payments of thirty nine ninety five. Yes. Um. Uh, uh, recruit your friends. Um. No. 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 That's it's not quite like that. Um. Basically, it's inferring through divination whether or not you've been cursed using eggs um egg divination was originally thought to have originated in ancient greece but there's evidence that like druids in scotland used it um it was used in norse traditions i've heard of it being used in mexico asian countries guatemala like even some of the women in salem practiced egg divination way back in like you know like salem witch trials era yeah uh, which obviously like you know like accusers like abigail williams and elizabeth paris they're believed to have dabbled in it as kids when they were learning about witchcraft and toying with whose lives to ruin um but it kind of branches off because the practice depends on where it's originated from so like for example some use um these like egg divination for fertility and like predicting like if you'll have kids how many kids you can have um, if there'll be any complications to do with the pregnancy or labor, like whether it's going to be a boy or a girl, because mm-hmm. we love gender reveals, apparently. Um, but it, it's it, it can also be used like or it can be it can differ with like the way things are determined um, or how the results are inferred. So like some, for example, involve the egg being thrown onto the ground um, others need the eggs to be cracked into a glass of water, which I'll get into in a little bit because I feel like that's the least messy option and to me the most mm-hmm. interesting. Um, but there's there's more and there's a bunch of different ways to do it that I've found. But particularly, I like this one that I found on, of all places, Reddit. Um, Reddit is actually a really good source for this stuff. Um, it, many people who are pagan and practice witchcraft or are curious about any of those aspects can really gather and learn from and educate each other on these like witchy subreddits like r slash spells r slash it was like it was they're wonderful communities they're so welcoming they're so kind um i i was like a like longtime listener first time caller except without calling i have not yet called uh-huh. um but and but seeing other people who have to continue with the metaphor called in 
everybody is so kind and so welcoming and like there's no stupid questions and it's just you can learn a lot Mm -hmm. um so this is from user rimblesaw r-i-m-b-l-e-s-a-h from the spells subreddit and i'm just gonna directly quote them here because i didn't want to fuck this up okay so you get one ordinary egg a white candle um incense maybe copal or frankincense a heavy pinch of salt and spring water or holy water in a glass okay you don't put them all in a glass i'm just saying these are the things that you get it's like ingredients i'm giada de laurentis except i'm like less you know giada um next so you light the white candle it represents purity and cleanliness and if you believe in any deity make a short prayer asking them for their assistance okay so if you don't have holy water, you can make another short prayer asking the same deity to bless the spring water that you have. If you don't believe in a deity, you can spend several minutes centering yourself and visualizing the spring water becoming essentially, especially pure and filled with power over negativity. Okay. Next up, we're lighting the incense. You take the egg, you pass it through the smoke a few times and know that each pa- with each pass, the egg is being transformed into a psychic sponge capable of absorbing an astonishing amount of negative energy. Hmm. Next up, you dip your fingertips into this holy water or spring water that has been made holy and splash it onto the egg. Okay. You're basically blessing the egg to have even more power to absorb and contain negativity. Mm-hmm. So then... Now we get into the actual cleanse. So you start at the top of the, of, your, of your head and begin rubbing your body with the egg the way you would with a sponge to clean dirt off yourself. Okay. You got to be methodical. You got to be diligent. You got to focus on the cleansing process during the entire procedure. You can't just be like, you know, like la-di-da, like thinking about other shit. Every inch of your body you got to cover, like your your head, your ears, your armpits, your arms, your legs, your vag. If you don't have a vag, that's cool too. Um, just everywhere from head to toe yeah everywhere from head to toe some websites they say recommend using a sweeping motion but this user recommends small circular motions because that's how they scrub dirt away so i mean i don't know how do you use your loofah um but many websites instruct you not to touch the body with the egg just run it through your aura okay um this person says that that their intuition has always told them to make physical contact and to follow your intuition don't necessarily go with what they're saying or what a website tells you just like whatever feels like right is right Mm -hmm. for you um so then if the egg breaks during the ritual there was so much negativity that one egg could not contain it Mm, yes um at this point you dispose of the mess in the toilet um we'll talk about disposal in a little bit Um, And use toilet paper to clean up any excess mess and flush that too, obviously. Bless another egg with incense and water and then continue exactly where you left off. Okay. When you're done, um, make sure that there's no areas that you missed on yourself or if you're doing this on another person. Um, If you are doing it on another person or again, if it's yourself, like if there's anywhere that you want or need to give extra attention, you can do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like this needs to be I this needs to be said. I'm going to reiterate what they say. If you go the physical route, don't be a perv. If you aren't doing your own or your lover's body, hand the egg to the subject when it's time to do the butt, groin, etc. I agree. Respect people's body. Um, If you evoked a deity earlier, thank them for helping you with your work. And next we get to the optional divination portion. Yes. So when you're done, you take the egg, you crack it, and drop the yolk and the egg white into the water and let it sit undisturbed for 30 minutes. 
the holy water will contain the negativity so you don't have to worry about that like escaping okay um but you dispose of the eggshell however you normally would because the negative negativity passed through the shell without sticking to it so you can throw it out if you compost your compost is not going to be cursed like you're fine Mm -hmm. um after 30 minutes you use this interpretation guide that they have included to interpret the egg yolk and the egg white to see what negativity was removed from the subject, which is where I feel Ooh. like I'm Professor Trelawney in, in fucking Harry Potter. That's really um, interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. This is what I'm saying. Like, I really loved this and the way that this person, um, again, their their username is Rimblesa, I believe, is how you pronounce it. Um, like, they were very thorough and they were just, I was like, whoa. Um, but this is like also like we're getting all the way like deep into it this yeah. is one of those things it's like you you don't do this as like a joke no you, you do, do this because you, you think you're cursed yeah and you have to be fully committed committed and and fully believing in this process yes for this to make a difference for you yes um so the interpretation they said there's some minor differences between interpreta- different interpretation guides. Which one you use doesn't matter. What matters is that you decide which one you're going to use before you begin. Mm-hmm. That way, the spell can align the omens to the interpretation you'll use. Okay. So study the egg in the water and look for the following. So small bubbles indicate negative energy, such as residual negative emotional energy, and it was successfully removed. Okay. A web or mush, a mesh pattern indicates that negative energy was explicitly entrap- that was explicitly entrapping you was removed. Okay. Uh, pointy shapes like pins or nails that are pointing upwards mean that envious people are working against you but not using magic and their energy was removed. Mm-hmm. And pointy shapes, again, like pins or nails that are pointing downward indicate that your own negativity was working against you. And that negativity was removed, but it can reappear if you continue being negative to yourself. Again, we're talking about this manifestation against yourself. Yeah. Self-fulfilling prophecies, as grandma says. And we love grandma. Um, If there's an eye pattern, if it looks kind of like an eye, the effects of the evil eye were removed. Ooh. Um, And then blood spots or streaks mean that a non-demonic negative spirit's influence was removed, such as an energy leech, like I was saying before, (gasps) that feeds off your positive energy so that you're drained. Um, So then if there's black spots or streaks, that means a curse, hex, or jinx was removed. Oh. If the water is murky, but there's no blood or black spots or anything, that means that whoever has, like, had this egg cleanse happen to them... They experienced a significant soul loss and a shamanic journey for healing should be considered. Mm. Um, If it smells bad, that means powerful negative magic was removed. Specifically, Mm. if it smells like sulfur, a demon was harassing you. (gasps) And if the yoke is floating halfway down, someone is working negative magic of moderate strength against you. Mm. Uh, If the yoke is floating at the top of the water, someone working negative magic of powerful strength is against you it is working negative magic of powerful strength against you Mm. um if you can kind of see a face in it that means an enemy is working against you traditionally slim faces indicate men and round faces indicate women Mm. um for our non-binary friends i'm not sure um use your best judgment like maybe go based if you've got it if you'll know if you have an enemy 
I well, I was gonna say like most of us have an inkling if like somebody is working against them. So I'm gonna go with like for example, if you have if you know somebody who might be working against you and they're non-binary, but say like they have a full face or they have a thin face, like I mean, just use your best judgment. Maybe there's a mole looking on that face, and that person has a mole. Um, but then and then if nothing is there, if it's just an egg in fucking water, that means there was nothing like particularly negative. The egg needed to be removed. You were all good. All right. Yeah. So you just rubbed yourself with an egg covered in holy water and smoke. It's been spritzed. It hasn't been. It's been spritzed and with incense. All right. I mean, it's not. It's not like it, it's. You know, it's just. It's not going to kill you. Again, none of this stuff is going to. Like, I mean, a curse might kill you, um, but like, none of this is going to hurt you. Um, and so, and just to like go back a little bit, I talked about the evil eye. Um, cause we're about to get into, so you've been cursed. Now what? Um, as I titled Great. this section. Um, so the evil eye is this superstition that's believed to be cast by a malevolent glare given to a person when they're not suspecting it. Um, so it's just kind of like people, it, 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 it's people who want bad, kind of like I was saying before, people who want bad things for you. Mm-hmm. that's the evil eye when people are like wishing harm upon you or wishing bad things to happen to you whether it's like misfortune or injury or anything like that it that's what it is and i say this because so so you've been cursed now what um so first off don't feed the fear like if you let yourself go full chicken little the sky is falling that's not going to help you um, you need to just kind of take a breath. You need to like not freak out. And then you can cleanse your sa- your space and yourself thoroughly, which okay. I can get into in a bit. Uh, you can make what's called a witch's bottle and seal it and bury it on your property. And a witch's bottle basically traps any oncoming curses or like negative energy that is thrown your way. Okay. Um, and they're and they're relatively they're relatively like easy to make. Um there there's i've seen several different ways to do it um it's it's very funny because like people it's something that's been used for so long that like people are finding them on like civil war battleground sites or like on like their old like they have like for example not literally necessarily in salem but from that time period and they're finding them on their property then like today from then um so that i just think is really cool um, you can make or buy a witch ball and hang it in the easternmost facing window of your home. Um, this captures evil spirits and sentiments. I actually made one in a glass blowing class, and I do have one in my eastern window. Whoa. Yeah, okay. um, it has not it has not fully caught necessarily people, but at the same time, I mean, the worst that's ever happened to me is I've had a ghost grab my ass. So, um, and who wouldn't? I mean, this is a very grabbable ass. So, all right. <laughs> Um, in addition, you can cleanse and charge a protective talisman, such as a crystal or a, the evil eye stone, which is called a naser. Um, it's that little, that blue thing with the eye in the middle of it. Yep. I have one above my desk. Hello, I see you. I'm looking at you. You're looking back at me. Um, those things, similarly to what I was saying about that egg, like once they've absorbed enough negative energy, they break. Okay. So you can use that to attract positive energy. Or you can use an amulet to ward off negative energy, like a crystal, such as amethyst or tiger's eye, uh, amethyst, jasper, tourmaline, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, and both of these, you can bring them, you can hang them in your home, you can wear them on your person. Um, I knew somebody who kept one in her car to prevent like bad car accidents from happening to her. She had a big wow. fear of car accidents. Yeah. Um, actually, when I moved out here, one of the families I babysat for gave me a crystal to wear around my neck to keep like people from like treating me like shit. And I thought that mm -hmm. was really nice. Um, but I mean, and I guess it's worked. I've met some pretty friendly people out here. Um, but then also if you're religious, you can pray to your chosen deity um, or even your ancestors to ask for their protection. Mm -hmm. um, so to get into the evil eye, basically what an evil eye, like the, the naser, what it, what it, does is that it i guess it, it like protects you so basically they the the evil eye not the naser stone like i said it's a malevolent glare so this other eye basically looks back at that glare it's like it's like the i'm rubber your glue whatever bounces off me sticks to you sort of thing mm -hmm. um it just wards off whatever is coming at you and protects you throughout the day and attracts anything positive coming mm -hmm. towards you um and then cleansing spells and rituals like i mentioned before uh one is saning don't i know there's saging and i know people are probably like oh do you mean saging i don't mean saging uh don't use sage it's becoming endangered uh odds are it is what as michael loves to call it he goes that's not yours when it's something that's culturally appropriative yeah um so odds are it's not yours if it is yours go go the fuck for it but um let's not get appropriative with this shit but for example, if you're very religious, you're super into Christianity, um, you can use a symbol like your crucifix mm -hmm. and or you can like pray throughout your house. You can go into different areas of your home if you feel like that's where it's going on. Mm -hmm. um, if you are super into your heritage, you can look up and see what your ancestors used to use. For example, I'm mostly of Scottish descent and one of the popular things they used to cleanse was juniper. Okay. If you're more into like plants and herbology and all of that stuff, you can bring certain plants into your home for protection and cleansing and even plant some by your door, by your windows, um, wherever, by your garden gate to ward off negative shit. Now, there's a little bit of suspension of disbelief here, obviously, with the plant thing. Well, with all of it, but you'd, like you need to use your fucking common sense that for the most part, like... I know most of you have. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I you know, I, I'd like to think that everybody here has some common sense. <laughs> so, for example, just because you've planted some fucking protective herbs right next to your front door does not mean you should deactivate your ring doorbell and leave your door unlocked. Yeah, that's that's kind of a don't do that. Um, your ass is going to get robbed at the very least. Like, come on. But as another example... My cats, whom you all know, I, I, I would commit a felony for them. Not that I have, allegedly. But when we moved into this apartment, they were getting terrorized by our neighbor's cat. Mm -hmm. uh, the cat was like climbing, tr like trying to like scratch through our sliding door. Like the, the like we have like claw marks, like little kitty claw marks uh -huh. on our screen door of them trying to get get in there. Um, we had raccoons like going from the roof mission impossible style and dropping down from with their little tubby bodies, breaking the screen in the enclosed porch and trying to tussle with my cats who are again, heavily indoor kitties. Yes. They can barely fight each other, much less any other like outside creatures. Um, 
But so I thought to myself, you know, cleansing the place can't hurt. It's a new place. We just moved in. Maybe there's something that's attracting these assholes to our home and to my babies. And I've been meaning to plant shit anyway to make things look nice. So I'll plant some protective plants right by the door to keep them away, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I do all that. I cleanse, I plant. And as I'm researching these plants to find out how often I need to water them so I don't kill them, which I know, yes, I should have done before I bought them, but I am so selflessly lending out my common sense to all of you that I'm lacking in a bit at the moment. And I was years ago when I first moved. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I, I, I'm a giver. What can I say? But I found out that all of these protective plants can also be, for example, not the best smelling for the animals I was trying to keep away. Mm-hmm. So, for example, because like these animals did stop coming after I planted them. They stopped showing up. They left my okay. kitties alone. Um, but for example, um, some of the plants that I planted by my door were lavender and sage and I think thyme. Um, but then one of the, uh, like in the blend of herbs that I used to cleanse the area at the time included verbena, which most animals or these animals do not mm-hmm. like. And neither did my cats, but I just thought they were hiding because mom was being weird. And usually when mom gets weird, she gets emotional and tries to hug the ever-living shit out of them. But it's like, so you can't just be like, oh my God, this worked. Like, there's other reasons at play here. Yeah, there's properties in it. That's why people once believed that, like, they were magical because they would plant them. And then all of a sudden, like, something like that would happen. When in reality, it's it could be as simple as, like... It's Cats the don't smell like that they don't like. Yeah. yeah, 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 or lavender or whatever. And, and also, I can understand. I fucking hate lavender too. But if it protects my kitties, I'll deal with it. Also, I would say if you have pets, definitely research plants before yes. you purchase anything. Yes, no lilies. There's a lot, yes, there's a lot of cat. There's a lot of plants. Cats cannot eat if your cat yes. is a monster. Yes, like mine. So yes, be careful. Obviously, beware with cactuses. Uh, <laughs> Lily yeah. in the valley is poisonous. Oh, I thought you um, meant be care- beware of cactuses because they, cacti, whatever, whichever one it is, because yeah, they- Yeah, because they spikies. Yeah, well, because I was going to say, one time Felix tried to punch my powder puff cactus, not knowing that there's little needles. I don't know why he wanted to punch the powder puff cactus, but he decided that was the right move at the time. He's a little brat. <laughs> he is a little brat. And I'm sitting here buying plants and protecting his ass. Um, But- yeah, that's the general gist. Obviously, I could have gone for more, but we're already pretty good on time. So I didn't want to dive too deep. But I mean, if we if we really want it, if people are very interested in this topic, obviously, like we can uh, post our sources. Definitely yes. check out those uh, those subreddits. subreddits. Yes, that's really cool. But uh, also, there's witch talk on TikTok, too. That gave me some information. I know that Haley, like Haley, Haley will sooner believe in curses than she will believe in TikTok. But I, oh, I believe I believe in curses. I know you believe in TikTok, I but fully you hate don't want to believe in TikTok. Yeah, you hate TikTok. TikTok. Um, but there's some really good information on there too. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you have specifics and you want us to uh, dive deeper into anything, let us know and we can yeah. do a deep dive on another <laughs> aspect of curses. Yeah. Or if you have questions, because, again, like I, I paired shit back and yeah, I was like, I need to I, I was like, I need to because, again, uh, like kidding, not kidding. This started as a personal project where I was like, all right, let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. And here we are. Huns have not yet been defeated, but I know a lot about them. All right. All right. 
but that is that is curses. That is coices. 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 And this is this is crime culture. I feel like we said that at the top of the episode, but we did. very well we could not have. Okay. No, um, they know. We're on uh, social media. Wow, okay. All right, you're wrapping All right, it up. Go ahead. We are we are uh on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and also Patreon. Join mm-hmm. our Patreon. It's a fun time over there, especially during Spooktober. Um you can also go to our website crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com and you can email us at crimeculturepod at gmail.com and uh, this is Spooktober so you get this episode and then a bunch more we're coming out with episodes the entire month on Tuesdays and Thursdays Uh, on Halloween this year we will be doing a live stream of a horror movie Mm -hmm. on uh twitch probably i think it's on twitch it's that's on what twitch. we did last year and uh we'll be opening our secret satan gifts from our secret satan gift exchange um so join us for that all details will be on our social medias yeah and it'll be on our patreon for those who don't want to look at the social media like if you're on patreon you can just look there yeah, and you'll probably it, even. Get, I think you get an email when we post something. I think so, so. Yeah, so that's a that's a fun time. Yeah, who doesn't love that? I do. You do. We yeah. do. Yeah. And uh, with that, we will see you. This is Thursday, right? Yep. We will see, see you next, you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Hell Bye. yeah! Bye. Don't get cursed. Places.